Welcome to Anecdote, the place where we talk about business, entrepreneurs, habits that can change your life. My name is Lazo Putsare and this is hosted by the Edu Center School of Business. Hey, today's topic is going to be pretty interesting. It's about how some businesses remain the same and how some businesses tend to grow every year, right? And so what's the difference, right? You see somebody who's running a nice retail store, the size of the retail store has stayed the same for 10 years. And then you see somebody else who's opened a retail store again, but he or she has been able to expand the retail store to another level, maybe have three, four retail stores around the town in the last 10 years. Or you see somebody else who's opened a retail store and they don't exist anymore, right? And so how do you judge this? Now, number one is personal choice, whether you want to remain small or whether you might want to remain big. That's entirely up to each one, right? Maybe for someone like me, I just like to do X, Y, Z things and then not do any more extra stuff, right? And it's up to each individual. So we cannot be judgmental around this. But there are some basics on how people have been able to build, to grow, to scale, right? And so especially with generations of businesses, uh, because we are part of uh, Young Indians and I was in Guwahati uh, about a month back interacting with a couple of entrepreneurs and then you see the entrepreneurs there and like, you know, I'm like, oh, why are our entrepreneurs and why, 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 why am I so poor compared to this guy? It's because these guys show up in their flashy cars and, you know, and then you go to Bombay and then you meet more entrepreneurs who have like products across 25 states in India. They're not even staying in India. They're traveling to Bombay. They're tra- I mean, they're traveling across the world, New York, Tokyo, Singapore and things like that. It's because number one is gener- this wealth has been built over generations, like fifth generation, sixth generation, seventh generation. So if you're an entrepreneur today listening to this saying, hey, when will I get, when will I get there? The idea is we have to be consistent. The idea is we have to be disciplined because one day if we do that, we will get there too, right? You don't have to be like super smart, super brilliant or, uh, you know, just like going to the gym, just pump like 100 kgs and then suddenly you have a great body. It's not going to work like that. It's like going to the gym every day and doing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, right? And so with business as well, people who've been able to grow their businesses They've not happened overnight. They've built over time, slow and slow and slow, right? And so how do you build a business? How do you grow a business, right? So the people in the Northeast, especially us, we're very good with customer service, branding, talking to people, social media pages. But one area where we can actually improve is the financial aspect. When you start a business and say you opened a studio and you've invested five lakhs and say, you have rent to pay, you have salaries to pay, and you end up paying, let's say, 50,000 rupees a month. But you get contracts and you make 1 lakh a month, which means that we think that 50,000 rupees is our profit, which is right. Operational profit is 50,000 rupees, right? And so what we do is we go ahead and then we use it. We don't reinvest that money. We forget that we've put in 5 lakhs to set up the studio, the capital investment, Okay, And so it's extremely important to be financially aware because the studio will need an upgrade. You'll need to buy new laptops. You'll need to buy a new, you know, you need to buy new gadgets and things like that. And so we need to save for a rainy day. So financially awareness is extremely important as a business to be aware that every day, whatever accounts is there, 10 rupees, 20 rupees, 30 rupees, write it down. If you are going to your client's house and you take your car, that 500 rupees that you fuel, it is going for your business. So you make sure that, I know it hurts, right? To say 500, you say, oh no, I'll not add that. That'll be my profit. No, that 500 rupees has gone for your fuel. Add that to your business. 
get your numbers right so today if you're listening to this podcast and if you've been struggling on how my business has not grown go back to your numbers do you have data for the last 5 years every month are you breaking them down have you realized how much have you paid on taxes have you realized how much have you paid for giving customers chow and momo how much have you paid extra for social obligations and things like that write down everything i'm not saying stop giving but what i'm saying is keep a track on your finances because once you know where the bigger leak is that's where you can close things down and move ahead remember the titanic sank because of one little hole right so just like that number 2 is use the 2080 rule now what is the 2080 rule now this is the call the pareto analysis sorry i couldn't pronounce that properly but it's called the pareto analysis which says that 80% of whatever happens is contributed by 20% of the things that we do like if you have problems in your organization 80% of your problems are given by 20% of your staff right and if you're doing really well if your business is earning a lot of money 80% of your revenue is coming from 20% of your product right and so understand you cannot keep everyone happy right you cannot make everyone happy you can't cater to everybody but understand which is your key product which is your key service right and try to focus around that yes you might lose a few customers who feel like oh he's like you know too high tech he doesn't want to do cater to this xyz you might get a lot of advice from people but focus in the end you're the one who's going to pay the bills so remember which is that 20% of my product or service that is going to give me 80% of my revenue right and so this is something that you need to focus around and you need to work hard at because you need to be that number one player in the market right you cannot do 100 things and you know call uh, laugh and say ah oh, i'm the jack of all you know things like that It doesn't work people want specialization nowadays right number 3 is focus whatever you are doing stay focused you might get a lot of opportunities coming around us like for us we are focused around entrepreneurship whatever we want to do we want to focus around business on entrepreneurship yes we get a lot of opportunities like every week we get about three calls say oh we want you to get into recruitment oh we want you to get into education oh we want you to do this and these are wonderful opportunities right we want some like people say hey you know lazo why don't you reach out why don't you take this franchise it's a beautiful franchise and it's great you know i've we've got access to a lot of franchises that can make 20 30 40000 rupees a month but what happens is once i get the franchise my focus moves away from you know doing what I'm passionate about like podcasting or working with entrepreneurs, startup businesses, and I would rather focus on the franchise to make sure that we earn twenty, thirty thousand rupees. Now that might be a lot of money, but if my passion is not there, I won't be able to push that for too long as well, right? I might be excited for a year or so. So stay focused, and our focus is business, entrepreneurship, and how do we build an ecosystem for businesses around the state? Number four is if you're a small organization, be adaptable and flexible, right? Things are changing. you cannot say i was like this 10 years back i'm going to remain the same things are changing technology is coming in it's playing a very very big part markets are changing right people are going online shopping online people are getting food delivered online i'm not only the technology part of it but everything else right look at the food market like the food market people like organic village stuff right people don't mind paying extra for it and so how do you cater to a place which can only sell organic food for example right there's a big market available right and you can't be like oh you don't make uh, you don't make margins on this thing so i'll just stick to whatever so look at how things are changing the market and be flexible some client who would be coming to your house every you know every day in the last 10 years now the client would have been maybe very successful and the client's requesting can you come to my house you can't be like oh no i don't do recordings you know you have to come 
to my studio and do the recording, right? So be open, be flexible, be adaptable. That's that's really, really important. Number five is focus on customer experience. Whoever comes to get your product or your your service, focus. And this morning I was reading a beautiful article about this guy who really rose up the ranks, right? And he was a pizza delivery boy. And so he says that regardless of whatever you do, give it your best. And how, how did his story happen? So he was just a regular pizza guy who used to go and deliver pizzas. And then he realized that the story was based in the U.S. And so most of the houses in the U.S., they had a little puppy or a dog. And so what he did was he used to buy bones. And, you know, wherever he could uh, deliver a pizza, he used to give one bone to the dogs, right? And the dogs would be so happy and, you know. And so the owner would also smile and he would be like, hey, good morning, your pizza's here. And there's a little, uh, you know, bone for the dog. And so he would get a lot of tips from the customers, right? So, and when you want your pizza to be delivered, you don't want a boring guy, sir. You don't want that, right? You want someone smiling, looking at you and things like that. And so he, because of the strategy, he opened his own pizza company one day, which became one of the biggest companies with excellent customer service. And today he's a billionaire doing excellently well. So little, little things that can change the experience for your customers, extremely important. Then six is the competition analysis that we spoke to. Uh, we spoke about on the last podcast about how competition is moving, what are people doing differently. We've seen, right, even in our Northeast market, there are some schools and colleges who've been big giants and now they're struggling because there are smaller schools and colleges who are moving so fast. And they've just started five, ten years back. They're moving so quick, so fast, extracurricular activities, this, that, this, that. And the older ones are finding it difficult to move. They're struggling to even survive, right? So that's going to happen to all of us unless we are aware of what's happening in the market. Number seven is importantly to focus on your sales and your customer service focus on sales understand where your target market is what's happening who's your audience you know just because you put a newspaper ad saying that you know okay guys we have the celebration happening not everyone's going to come to your celebration right understand your market maybe your market if you focus around teenagers is not in the newspaper maybe they're on social media right maybe you want to invest that kind of money to give somebody in who's a social media influencer, right? So understand your customers, understand your market, and then you understand what is the ba- best way to sell your product, which channel is the best way, right? And of course, number nine is important is think ahead of the times. That's what Steve Jobs was famous for. They said he was the man who could see around the curve, which means that, you know, he knew what was going to come. He was the guy who co-founded Apple, at 20 years old, built one of the best systems in the world. At 30, he got fired from his own company. They had hired somebody who he thought was would be a great CEO, but the board decided to stick with the CEO, f- fired Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs then went on to, you know, to uh, start his new uh, company, which was called Next and Pixar, which became the first, which produced the first animated movie, which was Toy Story. And then after that, Apple bought Pixar back and Steve Jobs joined Apple as well. So he was so futuristic in everything that he did. The design of the Apple phone, right? And I keep talking about it. It just didn't come randomly. He went to Japan. He spent some time uh, in this, the mountains where there was pottery happening and things like that. And he looked at the way this this Japanese master was making the pottery from pots. And he said, wow, why can't you know phones have a finish that look like clay instead of having the plastic 
background, right? So we, in our own capacity, can think ahead of how th- uh, things are going to change in the future. You've seen movies as where we're talking about the metaverse, everybody's laughing about it. But we are going to get into the metaverse soon, right? The world is changing. When I was in college, I keep sharing this. I had a classmate and she was a part of this uh, story, which was called the, I think it was called the third world at that time, 10 years back. And she used to tell me, I'm, you know, after college, I'm going to go to the, meet my husband. I was like, you're not even married, right? But she had another life, which was called the third life, right? In the third world, right? Where she was married, she had kids, she had a husband, and that life was much better, right? So we might think, oh, this is stupid, crypto is stupid, Bitcoin is not happening, metaverse is funny, but I'm not encouraging us to get into this. But what I'm saying is we need to be aware of how the future is changing, right? Our lives I might be a struggling entrepreneur today, right, here. But if my life in the metaverse is so much better, if I've got luxury, I've got a you know, big car, I've got big swimming pools, maybe I would spend more time in the metaverse, right? And so just like the concept of how movies take us to another level, the future is also going to change. So just be aware of how things are changing. Yeah, like how we said the internet would not change things, but now everything's on the internet. Uh, we need to be aware of how the market's changing. And number 10, most, most important, I keep harping on this, invest in yourself doesn't matter where you are it's not expensive spend time read a book the book would cost you 500 rupees many of us 500 rupees wow so expensive for a book but if you go and eat a burger and have some french fries which is unhealthy for us we end up spending 800 rupees and we say oh it was so reasonable the french fries was amazing and the french fries and the burger don't don't last for even more than 30 minutes but that book can change your life so Invest in yourself, stay at the market. You got to grow. We all have to grow. This There's enough opportunity for all of us to be successful in this world. So if you're an entrepreneur, if it's somebody who's working and listening to this podcast, we wish you all the best. Have a wonderful life. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. We release a new episode every Friday. So if you're a startup, you're an entrepreneur, you're somebody who's interested in business, you can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. I'm Leza Putsuri from the Edison Center School of Business, the first startup school in the Northeast. Thank you and have a great weekend.